Welcome to Empowering Business Women by Brenda Regiman. This program will focus on all aspects of women-owned businesses from a financial education standpoint. Get ready to learn about resources you can use for loans, tax advantages, real estate, and leadership. Now, here's your host, Brenda Regiman. Hello, welcome to Empowering Business Women with Brenda Regiman. Today, we will find out what's new in real estate, and our featured guest is Lucy Garcia. Lucy Garcia is an international real estate agent, a certified notary signing agent, and an Airbnb host. Her passion for her business goes farther than just a transaction between people. She sees in each potential client a human being with the need of service. Lucy attended California State University in Sacramento and was the first in her family to graduate with a bachelor's degree in Spanish literature and a minor in criminal justice. Lucy began her career in real estate in 2002, serving the Sacramento surrounding areas. She rapidly developed a very successful practice, receiving awards for production and service. In her first year, she acquired a master's club status Aside from her, the recognitions award, her continual inspiration was the joy on the faces of the first-time buyers when they acquired their new homes. Lucy sells to expatriates from Canada and Europe, and her bilingualism aided tremendously in these transactions. Lucy is fluent in English and Spanish. She understands and speaks basic elementary, French, and Italian. Lucy served as the CSUS Latino alumni president from 2005 to 2013. She was also the director for the Mexican American Pigeon for the Mexican Culture Center from 2006 to 2011, where she empowered over 100 young women to achieve a higher education and serve their community. She served president of Nareb Sacramento chapter from January 2015 to July 2017. And she is currently serving on the Nareb National Association of Hispanic Realtor Professionals as the past president. Without further ado, let's welcome Lucy to the show. Lucy, thank you in advance for sharing your experience today. Let's give our audience a little bit of history. Can you tell us how did the Airbnb host it started? There's a still a lot of people that don't know about this. Yeah. Well, thank you for inviting me, Brenda. It's an honor. And man, I sound good on paper. <laughs> um, no, I have done all that stuff. And um, Airbnb is something new and that I actually started exploring. And I've been enjoying quite a bit. Um, I've always been um, an entrepreneur. I think it's in my blood. My family has business as well. But the Airbnb, I've... Um, the history of it is is what is kind of captivating. It's actually very captivating. It was it started off with three uh, starving students. Um, they were living in San Francisco, and they just came up with this idea to be able to make ends meet. Wow. So they went off and bought three um, airbeds, um, and uh, they put them in their loft. There was a conference, a design conference, I believe, in San Francisco, and they just opened up um, their doors and they just said, you know what, all the, the hotels are saturated, why don't we just open up our, our space and provide breakfast and that's how the Airbnb started. Okay. Uh, it was air bed and breakfast first and um, it, it was a, a, they were providing a good night's sleep and breakfast in the morning. So um, later on as they, they made some money and they thought, oh, we're going to sell. 
thing. And so they ended up um, opening up Airbnb, so shortening that. So that's what the Air actually stands for, for Airbed. Um, but then it expanded to where not only was Airbnb, I mean, it was not only Airbeds, it's also cottages, cabins, castles, yachts, boats. And so where people open up their private space, their homes. and Wow, so even boats. I didn't know boats. that. Yeah, those are special. They're called special um, um, Airbnb. And to me, it's a surprise because I didn't know it started in San Francisco. That's yes, great to know. It did, but you know, um, learning more about it um, as I was doing a little bit more history, because I've had great, um, great uh, response on their site. I'm on another site. Um, so Airbnb is only a site that where you, as the host, can provide your your listing is basically what it is. But there's other sites out there, VRBO, and I still haven't gotten anybody from there. Um, but Airbnb has been a little bit more on in, on the news lately. Okay. And so. Well, it's, it's getting popular, to be it, honest. Very. And, you know, surprisingly, I learned about Airbnb probably about nine months ago. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know about it until I heard that um, they're doing it in Europe. You know, I didn't even know it was happening here. It actually was more successful in, in Europe. Okay. Um, and what I heard from other people was because they already have the, the hostels. So um, it just it took off. Um, um, one of their first international um, offices were at was actually in London. London. So it's it's in about 191 countries. Wow. And um, yeah, and it was just for three struggling um, students or not just students, just young men, and um, come up with this idea. And they had no idea it was going to grow this big. Now I believe it's about a 25 billion dollar company. Wow, amazing. Uh, when did the Airbnb come to Sacramento? Uh, well, I was told um, in, 20, in 2013 was about when it started coming this way. Okay. But it, it wasn't until 2016 where the city and the county started adopting certain regulations and permits on, on having control of it. Because um, the whole thing is of stimulating our economy, not only locally, but as you know, it's it's worldwide, uh, globally. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Airbnb works directly with the local government to be able to have certain regulations and not upset people because, I mean, it, it's kind of like in the whole NIMBY thing, not in my backyard, where a lot of right. people don't want it in their backyards. So, so you could imagine where there's a nice neighborhood mm-hmm. um, and then all of a sudden you're thinking you have a neighbor, but then every week you have two somebody new exactly <laughs> yeah. so the city and uh, got and, and not county. everyone can cope with that for sure no so there there are laws that you have to abide by and you have to find out what what those regulations are with your city and your county and here in sacramento i actually um i'm in the county so um I'm in the unincorporated area and so i fall under different than the, the, the city but in the city i believe they have a limit Okay. Um, and you have to provide a floor plan. You have to provide. In my situation, I'm leasing from my landlord, and so he gave me he granted permission that I can do this. Yeah. And so I had to provide a lease agreement. I had to pay two hundred and seventy dollars for the permit. Wow. Um, I also had to uh, get a business license. Okay. And um, so that's what, and they gave me a permit for ten to twelve people. And that was my next question to you, Lucy. How did you get inspired? by doing this because you're already a realtor you've been practicing real estate for a long time and I know that you have your knowledge
pottery business. So why? Why? How, how did you get inspired to do this? Well, it was actually an opportunity, but more than anything, I'm already a host. I, I like to cater to people. Um, I like to, you know, just make people feel comfortable and and um, happy. And so, my um, I sold a property to one of my investors, and they were going to rent it out. So um, he's the one that actually asked me what Airbnb was because, you know, he was just inquiring about it. So then I thought, you know what? If I rent the home, you'll have access to the property, and um, you'll be able to get your your because that house would rent between three to five thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've seen it, and I love it. <laughs> but beautiful. there's no way I would be able to afford it if I didn't do the Airbnb. Um, this was an opportunity that he were helping each other, and so. Um, so you saw the business opportunity yes, to I begin saw the with. Business opportunity. Right, like a. A regular or very typical uh, entrepreneur that you are. Yes, <laughs> I do what appreciate else can that I get in myself you. Into? Yeah. So yeah. you saw the opportunity, and then uh, you pretty much put your heart into it because you uh, love to host people. And I have stayed at different Airbnbs, and actually, the one that inspired me the most was when I went to Cuba. Okay. Um, which Airbnb, uh, when Obama opened it up. Um, they went out there and they they um, opened it up to the people of Cuba, and so when I went, now the homeowners, I stayed with the homeowner, and they treated us like kings I and mean, queens. It was all girls, queens, and they gave us they gave us breakfast. I don't cook breakfast for my host for my guests yet as a host, but um, it was one of my best experiences in Cuba. But I stayed at different Airbnbs in DC and. Um, and San Francisco and and I think that encouraged you more because you already had the experience you mm-hmm. liked it mm-hmm. right and this said okay why not why not take the opportunity I said I could yeah I figured I could do it I can um, I can maximize the um, the opportunity of this home and so believe it or not it's just been three months since I actually today has been three, three months? months since wow. I, I listed my property on on Airbnb. And the reason why I brought you today is because I'm in love with your story and uh, you're not only a great professional in the community, but um, I also follow you. And of course, you're also my client. So I know you very closely and I can see how successful you are. And I I thought that your story will inspire other people that are thinking about it. Uh, They don't know where to start they don't know what the regulations are and we're going to be talking about all this mm-hmm. you know throughout the uh, the show uh, i also know that the economy it's evolving every day mm-hmm. and the consumers are looking to save more and more so mm-hmm. pretty much uh, we are looking into okay so I, i'm going to travel and i'm taking all my family i'm always looking into a safe zone you know mm-hmm. uh, maybe a home Mm-hmm. Right, that I somewhere that I still feel like home, and that I'm not paying all these high prices that are sometimes are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Right, so I think that that is bringing more attention to the consumer, and that is also an advantage to you, of course. Right, right, like right. everybody else that is doing Airbnb hosting. Now the the question is, how do you become a super host? Because I know you already hit that limit within two months. If I a little bit like two days less than two under, months, yeah, and two I months. was like, "Wow, 
she's <laughs> quick, you know, and I was very surprised, but I was very happy for you. Yeah, you. And I think it has to do a lot with the the pleasure you take into, but you, I want you to tell us, how did you do it? Well, first, with the help of my uh, co-host, which is my boyfriend, Anthony, he's been very instrumental in me succeeding as, as well in this. And um, just giving that extra attention to the guest where you, we welcome them in. Um, you know, we, but my whole motto is mi casa es su casa, which mm -hmm. means my home is your home. Mm -hmm. And the home is basically... Um, if you go in there, there's nothing personal, uh, uh, no no pictures, no nothing because, uh, you know, people want to feel like it's their home. So I have it pretty um, generic, I, I guess you could say, but be very beautiful. It, it is. Yes. So um, the only thing I always say I put in there is they don't have access to my closet, my pantry, <laughs> I like to, you know, and also um, my refrigerator. But I, cause I have two refrigerators. But other than that, it's their home, and I have all the amenities that they need, um, okay. as if they were at home. So how on top of things do you have to be when you? you the, so it, the super host is communication. Mm -hmm. How easy is the home to get in? The access, to, the accessibility to it, which we have, um, the cleanliness. Um, you know the the guests rate you at the they give you a review at the end of the of the stay okay. and we are able to as host also review the the guest. Oh, so really? They, oh yeah, yeah. So you so have control yes, of the guest yes, review. Wow. Yes. And it won't get posted unless I review them or vice versa. I see. Yeah. So, so that means that if you have a bad guest, that can go against them. Oh, definitely. Oh wow. Yeah, but. Thank God, I've, I've been very blessed. We've had great people that have stayed there. My home um, is also very family-oriented. Okay. So it's that's also another another um, aspect on, on the... Well, activity. I think technically that's what they're looking for, right? They're looking to stay at home, even though it's somebody else's. But mm -hmm. that's how they want to feel. They want to feel at home. They want someone uh, with uh, attention to detail, mm -hmm. which I'm sure you are. Mm -hmm. And I also heard that, you know, you welcome them with a bottle of wine. I, yes, I do do a little touch um, of welcoming. We always leave a little note and um, to enjoy a glass of wine and, you know, on the deck or um, the description also helps a lot. I have a boat dock so people could go fishing. Um, we give them, I have a, a book that a friend of mine helped me come compose okay. so when they check in just like when you go to a, a hotel there's a concierge well, I don't have a concierge because I'm not there but they have this book where they can go in and read you know what's the closest near uh, real um, grocery store restaurants hospitals emergency phone phone numbers so everything they need I have an emergency kit as well um, so yeah it's it's, it's pretty a much safe they have zone. everything at their fingertips. It, and and honestly, Anthony and I are just ten minutes away, so if they need us, we can be there in you know, in, in no time. Okay. I, it looks like we have a caller. Oh. Uh, do we have John on the line? Yes, this is John. How are you today? Hi John, how are you? I'm Brenda Regiment. Hello, Brenda. I've been listening to your show and uh, quite intrigued. Okay. So I, Tell I have us. a couple questions if you have time. Tell us what you want to uh, ask. I, I know that Lucy, it's a super host. I'm pretty sure she can answer your question. <laughs> Go try. ahead. Okay. Hi, Lucy. Hi. Um, Hi, John. So I, I myself, if I'm looking to get started to have an Airbnb, who would I contact first? Do I, do I contact the city? Do I contact the 
or do I contact Airbnb? What are my steps? I would I would say contact your city and county, um, depending where you live first, so that you can get the correct uh, permits. And um, and then once you have that, then you can contact Airbnb. Uh, everything's online, and it's very friendly. The, the website's very friendly, so it gives you details step-by-step step on how to put your listing up. But the very first thing I would do would be contact your city and county so that you could know what permits you need okay. for your zoning. And roughly, are, are there any startup fees uh, involved? Just the permits. Uh, for example, here in Sacramento, I paid a $270 uh, permit with the county, and then it was a $50 business um, $50 business license that I had to get, or 59 I can't recall exactly, but it's uh, probably under $300 for that, for your permits. And then um, it all depends. If you already have a home and it's furnished, then, you know, you don't have to buy furniture. But if you have to buy furniture and furnish the home, then it, it can be anywhere anywhere in the thousands if you have to start from school, yeah. if you don't have anything. But if this is mainly your your home, if you have everything, then then your expenses should not, it should be probably under $500. Wow. Okay. Perfect. So you were right, thinking of doing this, John? I'm sorry? Were you thinking of starting one? Uh, you know, uh, uh, it just seems to be the way you know, every everything is going right now. You know, you you run into people. Everybody's using Airbnb. Everybody's talking about it when they go on vacation. So, you know, business wise, it it makes sense. It makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes sense. I see it. Makes it. Sense. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your call, John. Yes, no, thank I you. Appreciate the topic today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, looks like we have to go on break. Uh, we will be back with Lucy Garcia. We have a lot more to discuss, and uh, please stay tuned. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We all hear about information security, identity, and privacy threats. The more technology becomes part of our lives, with more data created to provide insights about our lives, the more concerned we need to be. That's why it's important to tune in to Data Security and Privacy with The Privacy Professor. Host Rebecca Harold is an internationally recognized expert in these areas. Rebecca and her guests will let you know how to keep your business and personal data safe. Listen live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. In your business, are you on top of your PR game? PR is what tells your story. Whether it's the business itself, key people in your business, or showing your best face to the public. Listen for the brand ambassadors. Host Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield will discuss effective presentation ideas, building your personal brand, risk management, crisis communication, and more. 
focus your business goals and PR resources. Listen live Fridays at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Empowering Business Women. To reach Brenda Regimond on today's show, call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. If you'd rather send an email, you can send it to Brenda at bdtaxfinancegroup.net. Now, back to Empowering Business Women by Brenda Regimond. Welcome back to the show. We have Lucy Garcia, a real estate agent who has discovered the wealth of the Airbnb, and she was sharing with us the insights of how to be successful if you were to start your own Airbnb hosting. Lucy, I was wondering, um, can you elaborate more on the rental effects of the market in neighborhoods? Because it happens that I was reading a, an article and you know watching some videos where people are not happy with it. But I'm also understanding that the rules of each home could be maybe uh, not specific enough, maybe. So when the guests come in, you know, they're not somehow understanding that there's others uh, living around the area. It's not a hotel. Right. Right. So can you elaborate a little more on that and give, it, give us examples? Well, it, it all depends on your zoning. Okay. Um, but yes, in the city, um, it's, it's supposed to be less people, less occupants, um, and no parties because there is a noise ordinance that everybody has to follow, and that includes the guests, unless, like you said, if you're in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, like earlier, like I was I was mentioning, if you're in your neighborhood and you have your neighbor, you wave all the time, but then you drive up, and that person is different every yeah. two, three times. It mm-hmm. gets a little... Um, you know, nerve-wracking for some for some uh, neighborhoods because okay. they don't know who's coming in. Right. And and yes, some some people have um, had problems with party homes, um, but you you have to have stipulate your your rules, and um, and and make sure that your your guests follow the house rules. And if they don't, there has to be some sort of um, some sort of uh, repercussion. Yeah, I would believe that. Going back to what we were mentioning earlier, it was uh, having a guest review that will impact the way they uh, reserve later, right? So you yes. could go ahead and say this guest did not follow the, the rules. Priority, they were de- yes, um, there's been some horror stories from some people, and there's actually an agency. Um, I haven't had that problem, thank God. But there is an agency out there. Um, I can't recall the name, but they they are. Ex- it's like kind of like a. Um, a, a alarm system, mm-hmm. but they let you know if the void the the noise level gets higher. Um, I you can also have cameras. I have cameras on my property outside only. Okay, you can't invade people's privacy, obviously. Okay, you, but you have to disclose you have you have um, cameras. So I, I always tell everybody, you know, there's there's cameras outside. Mm-hmm. So um, so you could do that to make ensure that people do follow your rules. But definitely, even in when I uh, applied with the county, they asked that, um, you know, what would happen if a, a guest was to break a law? So, and uh, a rule. so far, you everything has been successful on your part. Yes. I think communication has a lot to do, yes. to be honest. And I, I do understand that you are very communicative. Um, 
So I don't see why they wouldn't understand what your rules are. Uh, let me ask you, what about hotel union? What do you think about the hotel union? I know they're not happy about it. Um, I think at the beginning they were not. Nothing was very positive. You know, they're, you're taking away from from their their share. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of like Uber and Lyft. If, if Airbnb is is um, part of that share economy phenomenon, so. You know, a lot of the taxi drivers, especially in the big cities, New York, San Francisco, they were not very happy. So, yeah, the union, they got together and they were kind of boycotting it. But um, I think they're kind of accepting it now. Um, You know, I I talk to people and even myself, there's times that I just want to go to a hotel and just be catered to. Mm -hmm. You know, play clean after you. You know, you could do room service. and um, But then, you know, but most people, from what I was reading, it's they prefer an Airbnb when they travel. And I think that uh, people that have been doing it for a while, you know, it's mm-hmm. not a, it's a big deal. They they already seen it. They lived it. They know it's better comfort. It's affordable. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that the guests you're getting, you know, are experienced guests. So there's um, there's different options when you sign up on Airbnb, and um, it's either automatic um, bookings, mm-hmm. and I have that for only the people that qualify, and those are people that are uh, experts in traveling. They've been reviewed by other by other hosts, um, and they also have to provide um, a secondary uh, for the uh, ID verification through a. Um, through another agency that uh, Airbnb has, so that I asked for a driver's license. It doesn't come to me, okay. but it goes to a secondary ID verification. I was going to ask you about that uh, ID verification. I read about it, and it, there's some uh, opinions that not everybody's using it. Do you uh, know why? They, I never get the information from the guest, but mm-hmm. the second party verification does. Okay. So uh, you know they'll make sure that the person that's booking is is the legit. Person. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. legit. It's a it's a real person. Okay. So. But uh, I will be thinking that the ID verification would be more to know if uh, if you're safe with this guest. Isn't, that's not the purpose of it? Um, it? It is. Like when I went to Cuba, like I was telling you, mm-hmm. um, they actually took our passport information. and um, it w- But she also told us, the, the host, that it was for our safety because we were there as t- tourists. Okay. So that way if something happened to us. But, I mean, they didn't, she didn't keep our our passport. Um, I haven't here in the U.S. I have not had to provide an ID mm-hmm. to the, the host. Okay. But, um, but it's... I don't stay with the people. You have that option to to stay, do rooms. I, I rent my whole house. So um, I I leave while... So far, nobody has gotten loud, right? You haven't had that problem. Well, your no. property is very big. So I would think that even if they got loud, you know, neighbors can't yeah, hear. Yeah, it's out, it's out on the Sacramento River, and um, it's almost on an acre property. So, yes, my, my property is a little bit different. It's special. But if you're in the city... And, but they still have to abide by the ordinance of, of 10 p.m. You know, no, before 7 in the morning, they can't. It's the same. So 10 p.m., no more noise? No more noise. Oh, wow. To a certain amount. I mean, okay. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well, yeah, that's just the same to... like when you throw a house party. You know, we have to follow the, okay. the noise ordinance. Because you're still residential, of course. Yes. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, do you need any type of insurance? So what type of insurances do you need to do? So you have your homeowner's insurance, mm-hmm. but then also it all depends on what you want to um, cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, you have your homeowner's insur- insurance, but then 
uh, with you booked through Airbnb, which I always try to get all my bookings through there because I get the $1 million um, damage protection oh, as well. So, nice. Or something happens to, to a, a guest while they're, they're in my home. This. So by them booking, the fees that Airbnb collects from the guest and from the host, they their policy is $1 million that you automatically get. So, so pretty much you're paying insurance and the guest is paying insurance at the same time. Well, the guest, is, we're paying Airbnb and Airbnb has the insurance, but you still have to have your own homeowner's insurance. I see. And that umbrella is, you know, under that umbrella. Is there any risk waivers at all that you have to sign as a guest? Uh, no, but I do have a $500 deposit as well. Okay. okay. I do have a $500 deposit. Yeah, I will be thinking that you would have all these waivers uh, <laughs> just in case, right? But that doesn't exist. No, it's just like if, somebody, if I go to your house and mm-hmm. I fall and trip, call right. your insurance. <laughs> right, I see. Okay. And uh, tell me more about the Airbnb. Is it Airbnb.com? Airbnb.com, yes. Okay, I understand it's an app. It's it's a yes well it's a, a website but uh-huh. it is an app you could you but it's very popular I see it in Instagram I see it everywhere they just they just became super known more and and I think it's because of the whole culture behind it and how it started it I'm pretty partial to it now mm-hmm. um, because I've been so successful with it in less than ninety days um, and like I said I can put. I can put my uh, listing on, in which it is on, on another site. Okay. But for some reason, it's not getting as much um, attention attention as in, as with Airbnb. And then I also use my social media through my sphere of, uh, of influence with my friends and you know word of mouth. Um, I, I also do some bookings, and then I do do a little bit of a special discount for my friends and family. Oh, that's wonderful to know. <laughs> you know, the reason why uh, Lucy is very successful, and I want to say this to our audience, is because pretty much she's booked through the year. Okay, she started this probably in April or May. I, April 27th, I put it on the, on yeah. the Airbnb. And I remember meeting with her about probably a month later. She showed me her book and she was all the way to October and somebody wanted to book for next year. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh. This, so you can uh, control it. You can, it. I have it no more than uh, booking five, uh, five months ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, that was one of my yes. questions that uh, how far in advance you can go. It, 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 there's um, When you go on the website, you choose. Mm-hmm. And you also can... Um, Cancel that. Uh, reserve your own days that you want. Okay. So uh, you could cross them out and. So you can use the home for you and your family. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, June was really busy for me, and July has been too, but not as busy as, as June was with the graduations and Father's Day. And wow, that's amazing. Well, it looks like we have uh, Teresa on the line. Is Teresa there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Teresa. I'm Brenda Regiment. How are you? Fine, thank you. Thank you for calling us. Yeah, I, I have um, I I have a I actually have two questions if there's time, but I, I think I have a question for each of you. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so for Lucy, um, I was wondering how she figured out what to charge the guest. I mean, what That's the, a good what question. the rates were? What 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 did she go in with? factored into making that determination okay hi Teresa um well you know what hi I um actually I was 
I was on the computer all the time um, looking for homes in the area, looking for homes a little bit uh, in different cities nearby Sacramento with the same amenities as mine. And since I'm a realtor, I kind of made it out to be more like a comp. If I was to go and give you a price for your home, I would pull up comps. So that's what I did. I just got on, on Airbnb and, um, and searched for properties that were like mine. And I actually started pretty low. And within, um, you know, the first week I had three bookings and then I thought, oh my goodness, maybe I'm a little too low. And so um, it was not until the month um, that I was able to get the right um, price point. And, um, and so far, I'm, I think I'm, I'm pretty good. I don't want to be too high to where I wasn't getting bookings. Um, but I, I think I, I got the, the number correct now and, um, and people are, are booking still. So I would just say do your research with like-kind properties like yours if, if you're thinking about putting um, your home on Airbnb and then, off, uh, and then include your amenities. So you kind of just use comps it, like you would for in real estate. Yes, that's, that's how I did it. Um, and, and Airbnb does also give you a, um, a suggestive price of what they think your property would be going for. Mm. So of, of, in the area. But my, my property in, um, is pretty unique. There's not very many in, in Sacramento that are like mine. So it's kind of like when you're going to sell your home again, you know, you kind of have to see what, what you have. But um, but they do help you as well if, if you if you want to start off with their suggestion and then do your own homework. Did that answer your My question? Que- yeah, that's great. My second question, which might be for Brenda, um, being a, an organization that's promoting women in business, are do you know if there if this is the type of business that can get grants or startup loans? Because I would imagine there's a lot of there's a startup cost that Lucy mentioned in getting that place ready. Um, is yep. that are you familiar or do you have those resources? Uh, we do actually. If you were to email me, I can send you the resources. Uh, one of them is the SBA, and the SBA mm-hmm. worked a lot with uh, minority or you know women uh, businesses. Um, ah. I think yes. I think that there's a lot that you can dig in, but I also have references. You know, like uh, people that you can immediately contact to see if they can help you. That's good to know. Well, thank yes. you very much. Well, thank you. I'll we appreciate you, you calling us. Yes, send okay, me an email, please. At, my email is brenda at bdtaxfinancegroup.net. Thank you very much, Brenda. Thank you, Teresa. You have a great okay. day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, so now that we answered Teresa's um, questions, I also wanted to ask you, you're a real estate agent, and we've been mentioning this throughout the, the program. Do you have to have a real estate license to do Airbnb? Absolutely not. Okay. No. Do you see a lot of people doing Airbnb that are in uh, real estate or more people that don't even have nothing to do with real estate? What is your experience? Um, well, since I'm so new here in Sacramento as a, as a host, I've only met a few of people that I know um, that are business owners, mm-hmm. no, no realtors yet. Okay, um, so you. But I do know because I've been going to different um, seminars that it's a pretty hot topic where a lot of people are pushing to get investors or people 
that uh, are maybe afraid of purchasing a home and may not know how to how they're going to make their mortgage payment. Okay. That this is an opportunity. The Airbnb is a is an opportunity where they could get uh, supplement their income. Oh my gosh! So they're practically promoting the Airbnb additional income. And, and that's amazing. Uh, lenders are um, are taking the Airbnb income as as income so to, for you to qualify. Okay. So that's one of my big, big reasons why I'm trying to... So what you're telling me is that, okay, so let's say I was to buy a property that I'm interested in and I'm still not sure if I can make the payments, right? Okay. The monthly, the mortgage payments. Mm-hmm. So what I need to do in this case is make sure that I already have the license for Airbnb, I have to start everything. Well, you have to have the house first and then, yeah. Okay. So. Yes. But when you said that the lender is already counting in the Airbnb income, how would that work? So let's just say me, for example, right now, I've only been three months, but mm-hmm. in a year, obviously, you're going to do my taxes. So mm-hmm. you're going to see my income plus my real estate commissions and my notary. So you're going to take my whole income. Whatever I bring in from the Airbnb is going to go towards my, my gross income. And if I want to go out and buy a home, this is the reason I why see. I'm renting. I don't have a home of my own right now mm-hmm. so I will be able to purchase property with taking in consideration that I have the Airbnb got it okay so, I mis- misunderstood okay. you I thought that the lenders were considering uh, the Airbnb rentals no, you, as income but it's no. for your own yes if you were to buy your own home yes so like right now I'm I have this this um, Airbnb that I'm leasing and mm-hmm. if I was to go and buy property it counts as my income what okay. I'm making um, but what I was saying is that uh, people that are buying homes that may be afraid that I don't want, you know, payment may be a little too tight. I don't know how I'm going to make my payments. This is a, a, a way that they can supplement their income if they wanted to because it takes a special person to do this. Of you course. have to like people, first of, of all. Course. You have to be willing to open up your, your home and, and let strangers in. And, um, and you have to be okay with it. You that. have to be brave. Lucy, hold that thought. <laughs> we have to go on break, and when we come back, we're going to hear more of your recommendations. Okay. okay? Thank you. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you are more interested in learning about the business of IT, tune into This Week in IT with hosts Lang Maith and Andre Forte. Your hosts collectively have over 30 years of professional IT experience. Each week, their program showcases industry news and special guests taking a deeper look at new technologies, business contracting, security, new product demos, and business startups. Listen live for This Week in IT every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy. 
With co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Klass. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Empowering Business Women. To reach Brenda Regimund on today's show, call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. If you'd rather send an email, you can send it to Brenda at bdtaxfinancegroup.net. Now back to Empowering Business Women by Brenda Regimund. Welcome back to the show. Lucy Garcia with us today. Okay, Lucy, let's go back to our thought. Um, I know we're talking, we've been talking about a little bit of everything with Airbnb subject, and I think it's very motivating, inspirational. Um, I want to ask you, do you think that it's either more women or more men in this business? What's your perception? What's your experience? Uh, I have heard personally, like for instance, in Europe, I've seen more women involved because maybe they're, I don't know, they're, their attention to detail is greater. They are more of a hostess, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know if that's what... That's also has been my um, my experience where the more females are, at least on the profiles, it shows their picture. Um, and like in my in my case, it's it's my boyfriend and I. So sometimes they're, they're couples. Um, another an interesting thing that I also found was that a lot of elderly are actually, you know, or people that are being empty nesters, they have extra rooms and they're, they're so couples. But mainly, I would probably say women. We're just warmer, I guess. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> uh, you know, I love the fact that women are leading this industry, but I also, in my uh, perspective, I will be scared. So my question to you is, how do you determine that this guest, that you are in a uh, risky zone or you are in a safe zone with that guest? Well, I I meet them with um, with my boyfriend and okay. we welcome them. So we get to, you know, meet the person face to face and we kind of get, a, you know, you kind of have to follow your gut feeling mm-hmm. and you get that feeling. And like I said, I've, we've been really blessed where mm-hmm. we've gotten nothing but great people, good energy. Um, and um, that, that's what basically we do. We kind of have to go and, and see them. So what my understanding with that statement is that uh, you are getting more locals. No, than- it's, I've, I've had people from different, um, nothing, nobody internationally yet. Okay. Um, actually had my sister's friend from Sweden, but that was a, a, you know, someone that I knew. Mm-hmm. But mainly from all over the, the state. From, I mean, okay. from all over different states from from the U.S. here. So when you tell me that you meet them personally, well, do they check come? In. When see? they check, no. When they're going to check oh, in. Oh, I see what yes, you're saying. We welcome okay. them. So when okay. they check in, we we have them pick a four-digit code. Mm-hmm. So nobody walks away with a copy of my key or the code to my alarm. 
um, and they have their own four digit and when they leave that code gets deleted I see and then the next person comes in and I give them an option to give me their code that's very smart so you have to write in this yes. industry and you it's have to with be the um, with ADT the alarm system so I'm able to see who comes in and who turns on the alarm as well because I have it on my app on my phone okay. and I also have my cameras on on my phone as an app I'm checking. You know what? Uh, that's my favorite subject. Mobile technology. Yes. As a professional, mobile technology, what do you think we would do without it? Nowadays, you can. You pretty much have an app. You just said it, mm -hmm. right? So you have an app for security. Mm -hmm. You have an app for Airbnb. The, the, yes. That's how you get the leads. Yes. And don't you agree that by having this app, you can have a better customer service being on top of things yes. because how how long does it take for you to answer a, a request uh, fairly quick which is the reason why I got superhost because that they grade you on that too if you answer in less than 24 hours okay so if I have a message I can't let it sit there otherwise it'll they go somewhere me. else yeah, right? go somewhere else or in it, it you know they say oh this host is not getting back to you okay and so I it's pretty, I'm very, really, it's, if I don't answer, then Anthony will answer. So do you think you have to be uh, as professional? Do you recommend someone to be technological savvy or this is like the simplest thing that anybody can do? Uh, your basics, like I said, I mean, you don't have to do an Excel spreadsheet or mm -hmm. anything, but at least be able to to maneuver um, around the apps and be able to log into the internet and email and, and, and you know, use your, your apps. Do you have to use email a lot? Uh, no, it's it's on the same app. Okay. On the same app. So pretty much all you have to do is learn the app, mm -hmm. and from there you're making money, and pretty Airbnb, much. Yes, and Airbnb is pretty safe. Another thing that I forgot to tell you is that they will not share your personal information with the guest and vice versa until they have booked the the um, the property. Okay. Then they'll let you, they won't even let you exchange phone numbers via the, the text. They won't? No. No, it, it it they have to the guest has to book, and then that is how you will get my my um, information. Okay, you get my phone number and my email. Are those fees refundable? Uh, it all depends on on how strict you you put them. Airbnb gives you different options. Mm -hmm. Mine's fairly strict uh, because I, the the home is pretty much um, you know desirable and people mm -hmm. want to book it so mm -hmm. if you book my home mm -hmm. um, then you have 48 hours to cancel afterwards and then after that I have it on the strict policy and I haven't had any issues yet okay so what would you tell our listeners that where do you start if you and of course I know we've been talking about this throughout the show but I want to recap where do we start if I wanted to do this Airbnb how can you what would you tell me? What's the step? The first step that I need to do is what? Would be, like, again, like I had told the other caller, your your permits, city and, and county, depending where you're at, find out what your zoning is. Put in your application. They will let you know how many people you can um, you can host. Okay. Is there and, any way that they can deny your application or no? Uh, yes, they can. They can? Like, for example, if I didn't provide a, a lease agreement, you have to be able, you, be, you have to be the homeowner and live in the property, mm -hmm. or you have to be, like myself, the renter, and have a lease agreement with the permission from your landlord okay. that you can do this. Okay. Is there any tax involved besides, you know, your income tax? Uh, I'm talking about local tax. Uh, yes. They've implemented a 12% hotel 
that's what that's one of the things that um, the hotels kind of push for. So now we have to pay a twelve percent tax to the city. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Twelve percent. So, but you could charge the the guest. Okay, so pretty much what you do is you put the fee and then you include the you tax include, to the just fee. Just like when you were to go to the hotel. Okay. Yeah. Right now, because I just started, I'm waiving that twelve percent, and but I'm putting that twelve percent aside from my, and I was going to do that for ninety days and my ninety. So it's either you pay or the guests pay. Yes. Okay, yes. I see. And how often do you have to pay this tax? Um, for every transaction, once a year. Once a year. Yeah. But they they collect it. And this is from the city. From the city. Mm -hmm. Wow, twelve percent is a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of savings you need to do. I know. But then That's, you're already, you know, saving the guests, twelve percent. So you're doing so a major. So right now, yes. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I get the bookings and get going, and you know, put and my everybody house has out to prepay. It's better if they prepaid, or that's the only way to do it. Two. They would have to prepay to reserve. If I was to reserve yes. three days on your property, I have to prepay all the fees. You you pay Airbnb. I don't get that money until you have been in my home for twenty four hours. Mm -hmm. And they pay you via via PayPal, or um, you could give them your account directly. Airbnb collects from the guest. And then, or in any other site that you're on, and then they will uh, forward you the money 24 hours after. This and this is just Airbnb because that's where okay. I'm at. Okay. If you were to have uh, several in inquiries, I'm pretty sure you've been there uh, for the property the same weekend. How do you choose the the one that you want to pick, or does Airbnb does for you? No. Um, like I said, I have I have it to where if the person has booked other airbnbs if they qualify where they give a phone number email and verify their id and they have you know different uh, good reviews or the reviews from other they can automatically book so i don't even have a choice that's one. Oh wow but but that's the one that has um the verification if someone else does not want to provide any of that then they have to call me i i ask them specifically what are you coming in for town what do you need you know, and I mean, so, I've had a lot of the people asking about weddings because the place is so beautiful. And unfortunately, I, I, I can't rent it out for weddings or big parties. Small family reunions is okay. Is it because of limitations or because it's, those are your rules? or no, the, the city. The it's city. The limitations of the, one, parking um, where, where I'm at. Um, and two, I, it's not a commercial building. It's not a venue. It's mm -hmm. a residence. And so they will not allow residents to have to be uh, hosting weddings as a, as a venue. But is it because of the, the zoning, right? It's because zoning. if it was a bigger or larger if property, was, maybe it was able those, to? That would be, a, 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 it was called a conditional permit, mm -hmm. and that's a special conditional permit. So I, I don't qualify for that, unfortunately. You're going to have to get a bigger property. <laughs> <laughs> I need to book, have more bookings. You will. I'm sure you will. You're already booked. So I, I am very uh, happy with this um you know, Airbnb subject because honestly, the more I talk to you, the more, more I learn. And I think I have to start uh, experiencing it with my family. Uh, let me get a little personal. Okay. Right now, I through my life, I've been in five-star hotels and resorts. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to know, what would you tell someone like me that haven't experienced an Airbnb yet, and that honestly, I'm a little scared. I'm going to somebody else's home, mm -hmm. and I don't know how 
clean it is you know uh i'm just scared maybe it is very clean but i'm scared to find out that it's not as clean as i'm thinking and this Mm -hmm. is why i pay the hotel fees so if you were to convince me today and tell me how to start trying this what would you tell me just do it book my place (laughs) <laughs> I love your face. Your place. I'm sorry. It's not gonna. I, it's not gonna be hard. But <laughs> the reviews. I will tell you how cleanly, cleanly, clean, like cleanliness. But see, I read that on hotel reviews, Uh you know, when we go to a new hotel. And believe me, we don't always get what we uh, look into. And Mm. and it's scary. It's scary because, but then it's a five-star hotel. So, you know, it's like you're used to knowing that it's a five-star hotel. So you're relying on that, right? Even in hotels, I I always stay three-plus and above. I mean, I won't go down three-plus. Right. So what I need to do is base... Uh, what is it? My interest in the reviews? Is that how you in would think? In the reviews and the pictures, most of them are are pretty, you know, accurate. Um, and then if if you have a bad experience, that, again, you have that opportunity to give your review. Um, so pretty much, we can base everything on the review, right? From start to to finish. To finish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I'm we're still trying to figure this out. My husband told me, let's do an Airbnb in, in Europe. And I'm like, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sold into it, you know, because I'm learning about it. But uh, I would like to, after going to your place, I was like, wow. And uh, I believe yesterday, I was so excited about this topic that I uh, look into it and I'm like, okay, if we're going to start doing Airbnb, it has to have a view. Yours right. have a view. Yes which yes. is it amazing. Depends what you're looking for. Right. Some people just, you know, could be that they just want a good night's sleep, like at the beginning how Airbnb started, and they don't mind having an airbed. You know? I do have two airbeds as well. That's considered, um, you know, the common areas where you could fit people. I see. So I have, it sleeps eight comfortably, they have a bed, and then I have two airbeds as well. Okay. So, you know, I've, I had families that had graduations in June, and they, they were happy. What would you want to leave as a message to our listeners today about Airbnb business? What do you want to? What do you want them to, you know, remember about this uh, show that you, as an experience, and now that you're living it? Um, the it's an opportunity if you really are um, into helping people. I mean, sometimes there's. There's uh, hotels that are, it's just saturated. They have no other place. So if you want to be an option for that person and you want to provide good service and more than anything, make a little extra money to supplement that income to either pay your child's, um, uh, you know, college tuition or you want to buy yourself, uh, you know, a couple pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. I mean, for anything, it's just that little extra income that you that you would like to make then I would just say it's it's open to anybody this is this is the whole thing about the sharing economy so as long as you follow the proper uh, steps to acquire the permits and do it legally because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that are you know not doing it correctly this is for the regular people that want to do this I'm sure there are time investors I was reading yesterday that 150 applicants would you know are registered for Airbnb but 400 are doing it without so I I was you know in chalk when I saw that I I don't know how they could be selling their Airbnbs but well sometimes they can have um, their own websites 
you know. Oh, yeah. that's the way. There's there's people that have their own websites. Like my property is called Casa Gardenia. I can make a website for my property, and um, there's I know that there's people that do that. Okay. Because um, they don't have to pay the fee to Airbnb or the other sites, and they don't have to, um, you know, the guest also doesn't have to pay the fee. So they are able to lower their fee a little bit lower, and uh, but I, I I like Airbnb. It gives me a feel more protection, and and I know who's coming in. That's wonderful. At least with that second verification. Do you see how many entrepreneurs or statistics wise? When do you see that um, it, within five years, is this going to grow? I think it. In my opinion, from what I have seen and from what I have read just here in Sacramento. Um, that they started doing the regulations in 2016. Absolutely, I think more people are going to start um, exploring. And like I said, this might not be for everybody. You know, you you some people may try it, but some people don't have customer service. Mm -hmm. You know, others just don't have the patience. Um, and I mean, you know, so, but if you have a house and it's already furnished, it's not going to take much. Definitely, so you have to put your your personal touch and your heart. Definitely. Thank you so much, Lucy Garcia. I want to thank our audience for tuning in today. Stay tuned for next show. We will have a special guest, Jim Bryant, Deputy District Director of Sacramento. He will be informing us about the Emerging Leaders Program Initiative. Thank you again, and see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Empowering Businesswomen by Brenda Regimen. We hope you'll join us for another edition next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great weekend.